0: Welcome to the Warrior Mama podcast, as we learn how to apply God's Word to our lives in motherhood, finding in big and small ways that the truth of the gospel applies not just to our lives as moms, but also to our children's lives, so that as we stand anchored in Him, we mother confidently with our hearts at rest. I'm so glad you're joining me today at the kitchen table. Welcome to the Warrior Mama Podcast. Welcome to the kitchen table. I want to talk about something for the next two weeks that I believe will launch us into a new season here at the podcast. My heart's desire for this place is for you and me to, in essence, sit down together and work through who we are in our relationship with Jesus so that we can pour out of an abundance of what we understand about the gospel to our children so that we can be speaking these life-giving conversations with our children because we know them to be true for ourselves. So over and over all across this podcast, you can go back to any, any podcast episode. I have tried to run it through the filter of who we are as his daughter, What has Jesus done for us at the cross and how does that change us? And what does it mean for you and for me to walk in the freedom that Jesus offers because he nailed all of our sin debt to the cross? Like, what does that mean and how does that work? How does that play out when we're changing diapers and bottling babies and like folding laundry and cooking meals and running carpool and sitting on the bedside, tucking children in bed and encouraging our teenagers in their pursuits of their dreams. Like what does this actually look like? That's been the whole design of this podcast because I, I can't find it anywhere and I would desperately needed this conversation in my own life. But for today and for next week, I want to talk about this concept that I believe is the fundamental, you must understand this in your walk with Jesus concept of the gospel as a woman first and as a mother second. So we're going to take two weeks to unpack this. Then we will be stepping into a whole month of how do we talk about the gospel with our children in little bite-sized pieces. Again, we're going to go back to a bite-sized kind of template plan for March as we lead into Easter, because I want you to have this space to learn things layer by layer, bit by bit. That's what I do across all the the places that we have ministry with Warrior Motherhood. So in the Warrior Motherhood community, it's layer by layer, bit by bit. We are layering, layering these pieces into place. We need to know that we carry a lot of things in motherhood and honestly, in our entire just womanhood, that God never intended for us to carry, that we are not designed to carry. And God invites you and me into a great exchange. That is the gospel. It is a great exchange. And that exchange changes everything. You see, when we understand that God is, in essence, saying, I want you to give me all of you. And I will give you all of me. And I will take what is all of you that is broken and run down and sinful and not good. And I will give and I will impart to you all of me. I will put into you my spirit. I will promise you, you are my daughter. You are in the same relationship as my son Jesus is. You are my beloved. When we make that exchange, everything in life then shifts right there on that dime. But for most of us, we don't understand that. And I don't want you to hear anything in what I'm about to say this week or next week that should, in no place that you may not have understood this in this way, do I want you to hear the shame or the condemnation of why don't you already know this? Because I believe, and I'm going to speak very boldly, I believe the church has done a great disservice. And instead of being free to worship the one who sets us free, we're loaded down with how we should perform in this position. And so for today, we're going to talk about what we carry that we shouldn't be carrying. And we're going to talk about what Jesus offers us in a great exchange. And then next week we're going to take that a little bit further. And we're going to understand who we are becoming. So if 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 we are invited into a great exchange, then the next obvious question is okay so what do I do? And we're going to talk about that next week because here's a sneak peek you don't do. You are becoming These are my favorite concepts to sit with a woman across the table and watch her eyes just light up as she falls in love with her Savior. I want you to know this for yourself because I believe that if you know this in its fullness, in its entirety, and you understand the gospel for these basic truths that we're going to unpack this week and next week, you can speak this to your children in ways that are so attractive to them because it's not about us. It's about the one who's done it all and does it all. It takes all pressure off of us. It takes all pressure off of us in our motherhood. You know, we put so much pressure on ourselves, and this takes it off. So let's get started. Full confession, if you haven't figured it out from following me anywhere, here, social media, on Instagram, or, you know, through my emails, you probably can even see this well in my emails. I am pretty much of a, like a girly girl. Like I like all girly things. I have in our birth order, we have a boy at the top and then we have these three girls that sit number two, number three, number four. They're every two years. And then we have two boys and one little girl at the back end with another little boy. So we had these three girls, boom, boom, boom. And I just thought, like I had the, my first son and I was excited for, a son and all the boy things, but oh my goodness, with that first girl, I just had all these visions of all the girly things and how amazing and all the bows and all the tights and all the frilly bloomers on the bum. And, and I did it all, totally did it all. But if I'm going to be honest, my daughters are a little more chill than I am. Like I just love all that stuff. So I feel like this analogy speaks to most women in some form or fashion, to me probably speaks very highly because I love a bag and I will walk into any store and one of the first places I'm going to go is to where the bags are. I just want to check them out. doesn't matter if it's Target, TJ Maxx, Nordstrom or any other place. I'm just going to go check out the bags. I just love a good bag. And so I have a lot of good bags. And I want you to picture me though, sitting with you at the table today, and I'm just carrying all these bags. Like I'm just holding tons of bags and I've sat down and like, I'm juggling all my bags on my arms as I sit down with my coffee next to you at the table. And a part of you is like, what on earth are you doing, Bethany? Like put your bags down, like Relax. Sit down with your coffee and just sit with me. I'm like, no, 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 I got to carry all these bags. I got a lot that I've got. I've just got to take care of all of this stuff. If I can help you understand that on a spiritual level, that's how you and I walk around most days. We are carrying lots of bags tote bags, zipper bags, purse bags, big like shopping bags. Like we carry all these different bags. And so for a minute, if you, are driving in your car, or you're just doing clothes. I just want a little imagination to happen inside of this. And so I want you just to kind of relax with me. I'm going to describe some of the bags that I carry. And this will be a confession of what, if you knew me in real life and saw me, you now, when you hear this, you'll have complete permission to ask me if I'm carrying around a bunch of bags that I don't need to be carrying. But I want you to ask the Holy Spirit if any of these bags may be things That you're driving around in your car today with, or you're walking around your house, toting around on your back. But the first section or collection of bags that I often carry are little ones. And I'll stuff them all in one bag. And if you can pretend, let's let's pretend it's a, like a Lululemon yoga bag, right? It's a bag. It's kind of like that size bag. And inside of it are lots of little sacks. And these are the sacks. These are the things that I just carry around every day. The things that happen in my day-to-day life, little worries about what I might need to do later today. Like I'm running my schedule through my head at all times in the day of where I need to be and who I need to pick up. And I better not forget that child and don't, you know, make sure you get this done or turn in this slip of paper. There's a bag for that. Like all the little worried, like checkbox things. I better get done across all spectrums of my life. And then there's this other bag and it's, it's like the regret. Of the things that I said either sharply, rudely, impatiently to somebody, could be my husband on his way out the door or a child, could be just the lady at the cash register. And I'm like, man, Bethany, you shouldn't have said it like that. That was that was ugly. Or it was just, you know, just the little regretful things that may come out of my mouth on the way to and from in my day. And then I have this little bag that's my budget bag. And it's just the budget for the week of how I'm going to get the groceries we need purchased. How can we afford them this month? How can we afford them just today, this week? And then we have a bag about the way I look. Whether you love to wear makeup or you don't wear any makeup, the truth is you still are in touch with your appearance. And so that is a bag. It's a space where you put energy and mind and and thought like, what am I looking like today? What am I wearing today? Whether you love to be in joggers or you love to be dressed to the nine or you're somewhere in between, or even if you say, way, I just don't stress about that, but the, there is a truth that you are aware of what you're wearing. It is a bag you carry. And then we have this, put all of that inside of this lovely Lululemon yoga bag, right? We can all picture the bag, whether you've ever had one or not, it doesn't really matter, that size bag. And really that's just that bag of is my body do Like, do I look right? And whether you have married into the culture that says you have to be totally fit and eat everything healthy and exercise all the time, or you're more like me. So like full confession, I am a recovering from when I was in college so really struggle with eating and with exercise really was disordered in that. And, and so even to this day, I and recovering from that. And so I have to reset my mind in that all the time. And and just walking by mirrors. Even now, like I'm 30 years post-college. And even now, it is just, it's a space. And it's a bag I carry. And then we have these bigger bags. So imagine a much bigger tote bag. And this these are the the big things. These are bigger deals in our heads than the dailies. And so this bag, these bags may be bigger. You may have a whole bag just titled work, you know, you stress over work. Maybe your job's insecure or it's getting harder to do it or financially it's just not feeling like it's panning out. You may have a bag over just financial hardship, like you're just not sure things are are looking that great for your family. You may have a bag that's about a marriage because the reality is for all of us and I am blessed in a beautiful marriage, but marriage is hard work. It requires time and commitment and plowing ground. It requires repenting and being humble and being open and vulnerable. It's hard. So you have a marriage bag, this bag that maybe there are times or seasons where it's felt like even your marriage might be crumbling. It might be falling apart. And maybe you have a bag because you're caring for other people other than even your children. So we haven't even talked about the child back yet, but you're caring for aging parents or you're caring for someone else and you're worried there, someone who needs you more. And then we have the bag for our kids. So you're here at this podcast because we talk about motherhood and you have this bag because you have a child who's hurting or you're just worried about next seasons or what they're going to be like next, or you don't know about this answer or what you should do about them in the future here, or whether they're going to turn out or the classic lie of the age or You know, they're not doing this well. They don't have friends like this and such that I see them, you know, and then we carry around a bag of, I think maybe it's me and I'm just messing them up. And these feel like big bags. They feel heavier than that daily bag of stuff. And then we have bags that we can stuff. You know, they're the ones with the zippers that like make them expand and they get bigger over time. And so these are where we throw all of our concerns about the future. Like what is going on, God? It feels like we are hurtling towards disaster or it feels like we have so many concerns. We have, I'm worried about this illness in our family. I'm worried about this finances. And it just feels like it's getting bigger and weightier and heavier. And we have these stuffable bags of just unmet expectations. All the places where we thought life was going to be different. Then it is. We don't know why. But then we have a bag that is kind of like our big tote of identity, the roles we play. We're a daughter and a friend. We're a wife. We're a mom. We have a career. This is a tote bag of us, who we are. And this is ways we believe that we are seen and the ways we believe we are compared to others, the way we compare ourselves to others are all in this bag. These are the messages we want to communicate to others. There's stuff down in this bag. Inside of this bag are also the secret bags, the ones we would never carry out in public. You know, they're put in the pocket of our identity bag, you know, with a zipper shutting them up tight. And inside of that, there's another bag and another compartment because my goodness, I really don't want you digging down into me to see these places. I don't want you to see these past mistakes. I don't want to even talk about the past abuses that have happened to me. The the places that I feel shame, that I feel need to stay hidden, whether it's an abortion or a bankruptcy or complete failing in relationship or in jobs or in something that just seems so should never be talked about. And we zip those up tight and we put that inside of the zipper compartment of our identity bag and we zip that up tight. We say, don't go there. Nobody would understand that. Nobody wants to know what's in those bags. And then finally, I think most of us carry a Bible bag. You're on this podcast. You probably believe that you carry a Bible bag full of what you're learning, complete with what you're doing as a follower of Jesus. All the highlighted sections of what God's been teaching you has taught you, where you're growing, what you're doing. And we throw all of these on our shoulders. We put them all upon our back. We fill our hands with them. And we walk around our lives. And, you know, you may be young in this. You may, maybe you just have one little one. And you're listening today and you're trying to start a career too. You're desperate to meet everybody's expectations. You're in a newer marriage and you're worried about your appearance. You don't know what's going on. You really want friends that are in the same stage of life as you. You're also anticipating what's coming next. You're pretty sure life's going to be great. You're hoping. maybe, Maybe you're a few years beyond that. You have several kids and you're juggling kids. And you don't know if you're starting your kids off right on the right foot. You have a lot of tension about performance and measuring up to what all your other friends are doing with all of their kids. And are your kids showing like their kids and are they achieving everything your other friends are doing? And and then you're trying to juggle careers and you're trying to have these date nights, but you don't, you can't get anybody in to babysit your kids. And you're carrying all this. Maybe you're an older mom like me and you have a lot of. Like you're seeing the mistakes that you made and you regret them. You're like, man, if I had known this earlier, if I had done better earlier, maybe this wouldn't be. And you're watching your children's choices as they're getting older and and you're carrying their lives on your back. Because you're owning their stuff. And you may come in here bent over with worry and fear and burdened by everything that you stuffed in and gathered up expectations and standards. And believes that this is what the Christian life is about. And we can't talk about motherhood until we talk about the freedom that Jesus brings us personally. Because you and I were not designed to do this. Not not from the beginning of time in the garden. God made us to be people who reflect his image and we are his image bearers and we Reflect and we bring worship and we bring glory to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. That's garden. that's still now, even in the fallenness of our state. Yes, our image is marred by sin. Yes, we're not the perfect image of God because sin has entered the picture. But but... but God knew that sin would enter the picture. And from the beginning of time, God had planned for us that he would be sending his son to die for you and for me. Why? Because we have all sinned. We've all fallen short of his glory. We all know deep inside that this is true. We all also know deep inside we cannot handle all the bags that we're carrying, that juggling them is just desperation we long for a different way, don't we? And a relationship with God is offered because it says like in Romans 5, 8, God showed his love for you in our desperate state of juggling our bags. And that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us and he reconciled us to him. He Offers this great exchange, and he says, well, "Let's swap. Your identity is changed. Your life is made new." And then he gives us this amazing invitation in Matthew eleven twenty eight. He and this is what we're going to talk about today. He says this. He says, "Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest." That's you and me. We're somewhere in here, right? And so this, there's an invitation to come. And that word come means to run with abandon. So it's not, an, it's not a command of, hey, you know, you can come and you just lackadaisically just kind of stroll over. Now, Jesus is saying, come, run with all of your heart, run with full abandon. I am your rescue. I am your respite. I am your hope. Come. We will consistently downplay this invitation. And we will also, and I think the church has done a terrible job, but they've done this. They add stipulations to it. Come when your life is in order. Come when you've got things figured up. Come when you're cleaned up a little bit. Come and hide this. Come and don't let anyone know about this. And so we will procrastinate our pursuit. And we will continue to juggle bags. But Jesus says, come. So that's the first point we want to know today is we have been called to come and to run with abandon. Well, who does Jesus know that he's calling? Look at this. He says, all who labor and are heavy laden. Well, I'm going to, in the next two weeks, I'm going to teach you a little bit of some word. We're going to look in the word and we're going to look at the words. So get ready. Some of this you may want to listen to a couple of times. If if you need to, because we're going to get a little word nerdy, but that first word labor and some translations will say weary. It is a present tense verb, meaning it's happening right now. Like you are laboring. You are weary. Like it's right now. And I love this. I'm going to read this as a quote because it's, I pulled it from a commentary and it says this present tense presents A pathetic picture of one who is persistently, physically weary and tired, spiritually exhausted, discouraged, and ready to throw in the towel. It is someone who is seeking to please God and know the way of salvation on their own. Are you laboring? Do you feel physically weary and tired? Do you feel spiritually exhausted? Are you discouraged? Are you ready to throw in the towel, mama? I want you to know that Jesus says, come, run with abandon to me, my my daughter. Listen, my girl, run hard to me and I will give you rest. That's his promise. But we need to identify ourselves with the Holy Spirit's help. go, that's me. I'm laboring. And secondly, and are heavy laden. Now this word is in the perfect tense. Now what that means is it means it's a past action that has an ongoing effect. So somewhere in your past, somewhere in my past, heavy loads, because we're heavy laden, heavy loads were dumped on us. And they have led us to a complete exhaustion now. And we are currently carrying that exhaustion around with us. So I need you to understand this picture. You have one that is a present tense, like all the stuff that's weighing you down that's just right here in this moment. All the little sacks of worry, all the things about the future, all the things that you're concerned about. But then a lot of us, this heavy laden, that's that secret space and that's all of what we've learned from maybe in our childhood of way we watched other people navigate and walk and we it's been dumped on us and Jesus says come run to me and i will give you rest so what is rest we're coming to the end here today what is rest well it's super it's a, it's really a you know, a word we all love to use, rest, rest, rest. Right. And then motherhood we're like, well, I definitely need to rest. And womanhood today, I definitely need to rest. I need to rest from the last three years. I mean, my goodness, I had never thought life would be like it has been in the last three years. Well, I need you to know that rest is 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 not getting to the beach as much as we all want it to be. Not in God's eyes. And rest in God's eyes is not pulling out of everything we're doing and Getting really quiet and zen and feeling like all peaceful, like with nothing happening and we've eliminated everything off of our schedule and so now we can have rest. That's not this word. This word in the Greek means I will stay you. S-T-A-Y. I will stay you. It means I will support you from sinking. I will sustain you with strength. That's what Jesus is saying. He's saying, come to me with all you're laboring under and all you're laden with. And I will stay you. If you could see my hands. Can you think of like somebody coming alongside of your rib cage and just Room giving you this external support, like a girdle from back in like the southern wind, southern gone with the wind days. Like those, like it just would, that girl could not bend over because of the external stays. I think they were called stays, actually, that would run down. I think it's like a girdle part of her dress. That's the picture that Jesus is saying. I will. Support you from sinking under your loads. I will remove your guilt and shame. I will mend your broken places. I will sustain your strength today as you handle everything that's happening today and tomorrow and the next day and the next day. His rest is not inactivity. It's not this, oh man, we just lay on the couch and don't do anything and we're resting. The reality is that is false rest. His rest is a sustaining inside of what is happening. It's not slumber. It's not getting a good nap. There's nothing wrong with a good nap, but that's not the rest God is giving us. That's not what Jesus offers. In fact, it's not even necessarily calm. Like he can give you rest in the chaos of toddlers And it can all be swirling around you. And yet you can have rest because you come to him. His rest is sustaining in this world. His hands carry your bags. He says, come, let's do an exchange. You give me your bags. I'm going to come up under all of your bags. I'm going to take them on my hip. I'm going to carry them because why? Because my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And I'm calling you to walk. With me. You see, surrender comes before the learning. So when we look at this passage, he says, Come and I will give you rest. Learn from me, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. But the surrender must come before the learning, the rest comes before everything else. And you and I cannot simply choose to rest. We cannot simply say, I am now resting. He gives rest. He calls us simply to come. And in the coming, we lay it all down at his feet. We lay all these bags down. And I'm just going to encourage you when you get off this and you spend some time with him. And we're going to put these verses at the bottom of the show notes. They're going to be in the newsletter this week. If you are not on the newsletter, you should get on the newsletter. Like I promise you, I am I am working to give you a beautiful space to learn and grow with Jesus. That is the heartbeat for that. We will give you the just a roadmap through God's word of how you can rest by laying things down and surrender. Why? Does he just ignore those bags? No. He's going to spend time with you looking through the bags. Why? Because he wants you to see his redemption and his healing. He wants you to experience the actual healing that comes when he holds up that most tender bag that you own and says, I died for you here. I absolutely adore you. I love you. Lay down the shame. There is no shame with me. There is no condemnation with me. Let me apply my blood to this to cleanse it to heal it, and for you to walk in freedom. He says it about our finances. He says it about our children. He says it about our marriages. He says it about our biggest fears, the worries that wreck us at night. Like he says, let me hold it. Let me stay you. Let me come up under this. I'll take this. You take me. That's the great exchange. He becomes our chosen portion. He becomes our cup. And we have a beautiful inheritance of his freedom and his peace and his hope. You see, he's holding his arms out wide, my friend. He he is open to this exchange. And like the father standing and looking for the prodigal son, and the second, the second that son comes, it says in the Bible that the father picked up his tunic and he ran down the road to greet his son. That is the heartbeat of the father for you and me. But the truth is that this coming is ongoing. You and I will get up tomorrow and we're going to probably pick up our bags, pile them on our shoulders again. We may have some of the mound having diminished. We may have let some things go forever. But there are things that we'll return to. I return to. It's very hard for me to lay down the back of my children. I want to pick it up and rifle through there and worry about things and, and analyze and look at. And, and God says, no, surrender it. I'll teach you how to pray about it. I'll teach you how to stand in my word over it. That's the whole reason the Warrior Mama's Prayer Journal came to be a thing is because God said, you best surrender this bag because it's not working with you toting it around. And I have watched God use that journal and use that pattern of praying for my children to do amazing, abundant, beyond anything I could ask or imagine in my kids' lives. That is my testimony about that prayer journal that I've written. I'm telling you, you need it in your life. Not because that's mine. It's because it is God's word, and you are learning to stand on His word. You are learning to surrender a bag of worry and fear and doubt and manipulation and everything else we try and do in motherhood with our kids. And you learn to surrender that and stand confidently on His word. And you let Him stay you. You let Him give you rest there. We will. Be tempted to pick up our burdens. We will be tempted by new ones. But we need to choose to remember that He holds us. He carries our burdens. And He is simply inviting us to respond with worship. When we transfer, when we begin to say, Yes, God, I'm going, Yes, I stand in the truth, God, that you say Jesus exchanges this. Then what does happen? What happens? Well, number one, we we respond with worship because we begin to experience. But what do we experience? Well, we experience this. He takes our performance and exchanges it with his peace. He holds our sin and exchanges it with his righteousness. He holds our shame and replaces it with honor. He holds our feelings of disgust or corruption, and he crowns us with glory and honor. He holds our desire for worth, and he declares us precious in his sight, a masterpiece designed for his good works. He will straighten your back and lift your chin, and he will look you in the eye, and he will declare you worthy. Only when we transfer Will we find his true freedom? Will we understand and experience true rest? And will we walk with a light and an easy yoke? He becomes your portion. He becomes all you carry. You just carry the Holy Spirit inside of you. And he holds the rest. I want you to know that if you've never done this great exchange, that if you never said, Jesus, I just need you to rescue me from my own sin. I need you to rescue me from all the mess I've made, all the places I can't measure up, the things I failed at. I want you to know it is as much as saying, Jesus, come and rescue me. I desperately need you as my Savior, and he will do it. He calls us to him because in him we find life. So can I invite you, if you have never asked Jesus to be your Savior, to, if you have never exce- accepted this great exchange, do it today. Do it right now. Reach out to me. I will personally walk with you for the next several months, and I will make sure that you understand the truths of God's Word. It would be an honor. But I need you to know that if you have, and yet you're still toting around all your bags, Oh, my friend, let them go at the cross and come to Jesus and let him work with you on these bags. My encouragement for you, if that is your story, take time over this next week and write your bags down. What is in them? Let the Holy Spirit tell you what's in the bags you carry. Because in seeing them, he will begin to set you free in them. And if you need help, Understanding how to be set free in that bag, and you need help connecting it to God's word, reach out to me. I will walk with you there. That is the whole reason I'm doing this podcast. I want you to walk in a way that you are walking with Jesus every day. That's it. Next week, we're going to be talking about the next part of this, which is what happens is often we go, okay, so what do I do? How do I do this then, Bethany? We're going to talk about that next week. Here's a quick hint. We don't do because that would be a bag that we carry. God's not into bags as much as we as women might love a bag or two. As always, I love hearing your thoughts and your comments. Please feel free to reach out to me. Make sure you get on the newsletter. Y'all, you need to be on the newsletter. I'm going to tell you too, I believe you need to be in the warrior motherhood community. God is doing amazing work there, and we have decided to keep the doors open and let women come in. And so we work with you one on one and we help you understand how the gospel applies to you in your home life with your kids, your marriage, and your family. So we want to be there with you, and those women are very, very wise who are helping lead that community. I'm in there, but there are multiple women in there who are helping lead that community, and it is gospel centered and it will bless you. And as always, I'm just going to be truthful here. You need the warrior, mother, warrior Mama's Prayer Journal. You need it in your life. You need to be praying God's word for your kids, and you need to lay down the bag of fixing your kids or making sure you're doing everything right for your kids. It, it doesn't pay off. It's a yoke. It makes you heavy laden, and it makes you weary. And God came to set you free. Thanks for listening this week to the Warrior Mama podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support other Warrior Mamas, I'll tell you that one of the best ways that you can do is you can just share this podcast with your friends. You know, sometimes we love to talk about the things we like the most for our face, for our life, for our kids. Can I tell you that it would be a great blessing to begin to share with other moms the things that God is teaching you and the ways that He is growing you in Him. Our prayer over here at the Warrior Mama podcast is that this podcast is something that does that for you in your life. So feel free to share it with your friends, post about it on social media, and of course leave a rating and a review. I love seeing what God is doing in your lives. And I look forward to sitting with you at the kitchen table again next week.